The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're just three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We got a special episode for you folks today. We are getting into arguably one of the best pieces of Jackass history. Jackass, baby. Jackass, the movie number two. It's going to be a multiple part series, as we did for the last one. And uh, we got a lot of great stunts to get into today. Um, Chris, how how are you so? Don't get too excited. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> what are you talking about? My this energy could be is the best the episode in the podcast. And I was like 100, 110 out of ten. As soon as we press record, Chris, it's like in order to power the recording, you need to donate your energy to the mixing board at least until we get warmed up. Like we're sitting there talking, you're fine, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Today we've got I like fucking Ben Stein over it's, there." It's, it's too frigid. It's too much by the rules. I don't play by the rules. I'm a wild boy. Oh, you know? okay. All right. He's a when, wild boy. Once, once it comes it. in, I start talking. It, it's just you know what? For the new listeners, they probably hear my voice for two seconds. They're like, "Fuck this podcast." So um, <laughs> hopefully, you guys stick by and realize I'm not that much of a nerd. And I could actually have some energy. But uh, this episode came out on <laughs> September 22nd of the year 2006. <laughs> and you know what? I got two fun facts of the day because we're doing Jackass number two. Okay. Ah. Yeah. The first one. You guys all, you guys all know Hezbollah, right? Not, not the yeah. little kid in the, in the big body. or the big That's kid 100% the who I was thinking. That's, no, no, that's who he- I was Hezbollah, thinking. the terrorist organization. Oh, no Jesus idea what you're talking about. Christ, where are we going now? <laughs> well, on this day, they had a big pro- a demonstration in Beirut, and they claimed divine victory over Israel. And to that, I just oh, want to say, don't count your chickens before they hatch, all right? Because <laughs> clearly, <laughs> it didn't work out very I'm, fucking uh, well for them. I don't want to isolate <laughs> our, our Hezbollah demographic, as I'm sure they love fucking jackass. But um, with that I, said, just I just say have nothing. to call it, call it uh, as it is. I yeah, Jay, want nothing to do with this. Uh, yeah, I'm Jay and I are silent. just like, thank you. You start talking, and Chris and I are, are, are Chris starts talking, and, and Jay and I are just kind of like, uh huh, yep, yep. Yeah, great. no. Fuck so, Chris, that, what's man. what's what's number two? What's number two? Oh, uh, there was an annular anal or annular solar eclipse, which means that the moon passes between the earth and the sun, thereby partially obscuring the image of the sun from the viewer on earth. Wow. Yeah. And if you look real close, it looks like a butthole. That's That's why it's called Is that why it's called an annular? (laughs) Or is it annular? I don't know. (laughs) Warning. The stunts in this movie were performed by professionals. So for your safety and the protection of those around you, do not attempt any of the stunts you're about to see. Johnny Knoxville really gave it to us in the, uh, they let him read it by the right way, if you guys didn't notice. He gets to read the disclaimer at the open. Mm-hmm. That was nice. That was, it was nice. nice. Nice little treat. Reminiscent of Jackass the movie one, where a cloud of smoke on a miscellaneous road somewhere in the, in the US of A 
I was thinking immediately like, oh, the smoky street. The boys are going to come riding through in a shopping cart again. They didn't do this twice, did they? But once I saw them coming running on foot, looking absolutely terrified in slow motion, I remembered immediately what it was coming after them, which you don't see immediately. Uh, And Chris couple episodes ago, you were saying the bulls weren't iconic. <laughs> Guys, I think I, you're I, wrong on this I one. I was buddy. 100% wrong, and I forgot. Yeah. After yeah. this movie, every single stunt involving a bull completely made me eat my words, because these bulls and everything about it, it was just awesome this time around. I completely Love take it. that back. Um did you guys notice, so I, I think our, our listeners probably will have been uh, watching this if, if they're watching along with us on uh, a variety of different means. Jay, you mentioned you still had the DVD. Uh, I actually watched this on Netflix. I'm not sure if, if Chris, you did as well. That's where I but watched did it. You, you watched it too? Did you notice the, not the disclaimer as part of Jackass, it's not part of the movie, but the disclaimer by Netflix is extremely crude and dangerous stunts in the rating. Like when have you ever seen a rating come in as extremely like not even when, when the, Oh, uh, you mean like uh, the little genre tags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremely crude and dangerous stunts. And I was like, all right, I'm fucking, I mean, you know this. what? They weren't wrong. Cause the, no, they weren't wrong at all. Blew me the fuck away. I forgot how insane all this stuff was. And oh, we're yeah, getting there. The, the feeling I got when the, the intro kicked in and that music <laughs> again, they, they score yeah. jackass so perfectly. And I think I did a bit of research um, they, they've done stunts before. And the way that Johnny lured people to his house is he was going to load up their iPods with his music because apparently Johnny is just like a music buff. He's got all the songs. Oh. So I th- I have a feeling he's actually very involved in the music selection for this stuff. And this, this fucking song was just so epic. You get fucking chills on you as it's going on. You know, it's so Jay, heavy. You, you as yeah. the audiophile here would have recognized this song. Hey, you know what this is from. I honestly, I was kind of torn between just watching what was happening on screen that I didn't really register what it was. Is it is it the good, the bad, and the ugly? It's it's Sergio Leone. I'm not sure if it is good, the bad, and the ugly, but it's I, definitely I know the Jay-Z, Sergio The Jay-Z Leone. version is like the fucking, that's what I was thinking of. Like, <laughs> H-O-B-A, I got my mojo back, baby. O-B-A-V. You know what I'm talking about? The first thing I noticed is, why does Dave England have one eye open for some reason? He's running with one eye open. He's got this weird scowl. And then my second thought was, Oh fuck! Everybody has hair too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look good. They look really good. Steve-O's, everybody's face was so fucking intense. Steve-O's mouth was open so fucking wide. He was like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, guys, I need to. I, I was wondering when I was going to bring this up, and I, I can I considered not even bringing it up because I feel like it's just going to be a bummer the whole way through. But once I picked up on this, I couldn't unsee it, and I noticed it a lot throughout this episode these bulls for a lot of these clips weren't real they were cgi you, no. you notice that no yes. i was debating true. that man the whole time 100% watching it, i was like no. i could see that they could have faked some of this because you look at their faces in slow motion you think like you'd be terrified but some of the faces they kind of seem like they were put on like they knew that oh we're that's gonna exactly the bulls right in afterwards that's exactly and right i, don't I think, think the it- stunt portion though is all legit like you see dave england uh uh, he jumps into, or no, that's Ryan Dunn. He jumps into a car, and then a bull comes running in off camera and breaks the door off. Ah! Ah! Holy shit! Like all that shit is real. Yeah. It looks real, but I, I'm not I so actually sure don't think it is. I don't think it was. No, but bulls. I think what the difference is 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 you're looking at it like it definitely clearly wasn't one take. It wasn't the bulls and all these 
specific no, situations no oh, no, of course happen. Not. They, they yeah. took multiple takes, but it's not fucking CGI, man. I, Chris, I guarantee you portions of this were CGI. Fucking Elon Musk was probably still in fucking diapers. <laughs> you think they got fucking CGI back then, man? I Fuck guarantee off. you. There's, I think it's Dave Englund well, rolling hmm. around on the on the lawn or something. If yeah. like, look at that one and the way that the no. that that it moves. No, there I won't. Are mo- I'm, I won't. I'm, and I'm gonna, I think you're a liar. Is, and fuck it. Like, why would you even do well, that? They could have superimposed. It might not be like computer generated bulls. They could have did two shots and just superimposed it. So those could be real bulls and they look real to me running. But that the thing I think, Mike, you're trying to say is those might not actually be there in the take of the boys running towards the camera. And and I you know what? In between this and maybe another episode, I'll look some of it up unless you guys don't want me to. But of course, there are a couple moments. There are a couple moments in this movie and I fucking loved this movie, okay? So don't get me wrong, but there are a couple moments in this movie where I am 99% sure they've used effects to make the stunts look more well, extreme. You, you know what, Mikey? I don't know if I go that far. Mikey, are you I, sure? Keep that to yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I'll no, show bring you those up when they come up. Oh, yeah. no, don't, don't. I don't want to hear it. If you'd bring them up, if you ever have a fucking kid, I'm giving them the fucking news about Christmas, all right? So fucking, I, you want to spoil my fucking dreams? I'll fucking Jesus do it to you, Christ, all right? So chill out, all right? Takes it, takes it from a four to an 11 and like, just just like that. Immediately. Always Immediately. brings your kids into it. Your unborn children. Here's oh, the thing. I'll wait. I will gladly, I will set you up with a fucking rent just so you could have kids just so i could ruin their fucking lives here's the thing jay i have kids i just haven't told chris because i'm scared of what I he'll gave do to you them. the means and now i will destroy you oh just man give it a few years all Sorry, right mikey please elaborate no no that's that's ba- it, but my whole thinking is and i'm 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 almost certain some of these were were filmed you know out of order out of sequence without the actors there cgi whatever it is it is very apparent to me that they do that in this scene and as the opener it really bummed me out i'm like guys why would you ever do that and 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 i'm with you jay the the thing i was first clued into was like why are their faces so specifically terrified not according to their actual personalities. And it's like a director told them to run and act scared. Uh, and then I noticed afterwards that it was, it was definitely partially CGI. So yeah. look, hopefully I'm wrong, but I know that I'm not. <laughs> well, um, we've got to keep in mind, this is coming from three guys who watch a lot of TV and don't do any stunts. So what the fuck yes. do we know? <laughs> Mikey, true. if you're that's wrong true. about this, then you, you have to do this. You have to find some bulls and we'll send you down the street. Mikey's doing a stunt I've got right a couple now, spares. Like pissing me off. He's about to fucking, he's really playing a dangerous <laughs> game right now. <laughs> I want, to, I want to talk a bit about some of the things that we see, because there is some good bits of action here that I think the audience would like to hear about. We talked about Dunn jumping into a car, and a bull narrowly misses him and hits the door off. We get Preston jumping through a fence. Dave hides in a garbage can, closes the lid, and it just gets annihilated by a bull. I think uh, my favorite one was Pool Boy Pontius. I think my favorite was how Wee Man, Wee Man had the mini bull. <laughs> he had like the little, like the baby bull. Did you guys notice that? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Specifically not a giant bull. It was like the kid bull. Or maybe but the... boys, yeah. here we are. Here we are again, front and center. Bam Margera 
Johnny Knoxville taking the spotlight again. And I guess at this point, it's firmly cemented that these are the quote-unquote stars of Jackass, the ones that everybody knows, you know, for face value if you're just a casual Jackass fan. You know those guys. So they get the last laugh here. Bam and Knoxville run into a house. Uh, This is all taking place in a residential neighborhood. I kind of was thinking it it almost looked like this was a a stage somewhere. It was definitely a stage. It wasn't wasn't a real. Oh, here comes Um, Mikey again. Taking away all the credit. (laughs) But you can still have real bulls on a stage. I'm not I wouldn't be upset about that. You can't have bulls running down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they run into a house, and uh, before the bulls can get them, they escape by jumping through a glass window. And that pretty much takes us right in to the start of Jackass number two. I guess, like, how do you how do you transition from Sergio Leone to to uh, the Jackass theme? I'm sure Johnny has a, a way to do it, but. Uh, that is kind of missing. He's got all the iPods. Yeah. <laughs> it is 2006. What, when did this come out, Chris? You're, you're the... 2006, September 22nd. Yeah, look at me. Fuck yeah. Hey. <laughs> and guys, when this came out, and I remember being in the theater, and you get the next stunt we're going to talk about, stunt number one of the movie. All right, boys and girls, it's time for a puppet show. Once upon a time, there was a hungry serpent and a lonely field mouse who needed a friend. Hello, Mr. Serpent. What were you guys thinking when you saw a hole cut into a wall? Oh, the glory hole. And a snake waiting in a glass box. You knew it was a wiener, right? You knew a wiener was coming. I mean, what else could it be? It's got to be. But whose wiener is it? There's nothing in the world... Oh, it's definitely who who would have a nice wiener that would be nice enough bait for the snake to take. (laughs) We know exactly (laughs) who that would be. It's got to have some some girth on it. It's got to be a fucking sexy man Pontius. Yep. It's in costume too, Chris. Oh yes, it's a nice little mouse. Don't forget about that part. I hopefully it had some padding, which I hope it did, and I think it did. Obviously, I think so too. Um, but it, it, when you dangle that little, it, it was dressed up as a little mouse. Like that was that was a nice little idea. It to me is what? the one thing I I literally would never fucking do ever <laughs> under any circumstances, <laughs> no matter what. You could offer me a hundred million dollars and not a fucking chance. It's not yeah. worth it. It is amazing. I was this one as iconic to you guys as like I remember this one as one of my most viscerally memorized stunts because of obviously what it is. I mean, like, goddamn, I agree. Like this, this would have been absolutely atrocious to do. Uh, did you? Did, was this one as like like what a fucking way to start the movie with something as crazy as this? Uh, do you guys think about this one as often as I do? Yeah, I think about yeah, it all man. the time. Yeah. I, oh, I know you do. Always on the brain. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I know you do. You you go first. I have some thoughts. Uh it kind of I have something I want to tag on to that you brought up, but go ahead. So we actually, me and Mikey, I don't know if you remember this, but we took my dad. Oh, or my dad what took what us. are you about to remind me of? No, oh, yes, 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 so we this. saw yeah. this in theaters yeah. on opening night. It was a Friday night and it was like a fucking concert inside the theaters. My dad is has no real idea what jackass <laughs> is we're just like he, we used to go see movies oh, no. we're like we got to see this movie and this is his opening into what he understands as of jackass and he's like what the fuck did you guys take me to and there was one other specific moment which we'll t- touch on later where he had that same reaction he's like i don't know what the fuck you guys are up to he was he had moments where he was into it and not but this just started off like this he's just like i don't know what the fuck you guys watch and this is just so epic in my mind i think about it a lot it's so intense <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And I almost wonder, like, he was probably mortified at the whole, by the time the movie was over, but I almost wonder if there's a part of him that was a little impressed, because I feel like if you're going to introduce someone to Jackass for the first time, 
this movie is wild enough that I think you'd leave a little impressed with what you saw. 100%. Even if you were disgusted by it. It would be like accidentally going into like a sex club when you didn't know it was good. <laughs> and the door opens up and there's just a bunch of people in leather with chains hanging from every orifice. And you're like, what? The? Like, you can't unshut that door once you see it for the first time. Wait, the chains are hanging from the orifices? From ev- every orifice. It oh. means there's like, it's a real, like, you know how you have the ball and chains that, that people attach to their to their ankles? That ball's got to go somewhere. Mm, right. And those orifices are uh, a good little uh, pocket for them. I mean, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, in one end, out the other, I guess. Uh, exactly. I got to make a comment here on the Pontius Wiener debacle. First thought, though, I love the picture-in-picture picture for Pontius's reactions. They got a little <laughs> yes. picture frame above where you can see his head, and it's just his head it's from, so like, ne- half neck up. And you can just see, like, it's that, and then just wall, 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 mouse dick, mouse cock. And, uh, you know, the snake's taunting him, it's it's hissing at him, and everybody's in suspense. Everybody's watching from the other side of the wall. And I love when <laughs> Pontius, he's, you can tell he's a little nervous, but he still has the gall to say, Yeah, just make sure my whole wiener's out, I want to look good. <laughs> when the snake bites him, though, this is what I really wanted to talk on. And Chris, you mentioned earlier that you hoped there was maybe some padding in there or something to protect him. I kind of wondered because when it bit and latched on, and it's a good latch, the teeth are sunken in the in the head of his dick. A little kiss. He seems less bothered than I thought he would. Like he almost he looks around as though he's not sure that it bit him. I agree a hundred percent. I literally have a note, and guys, this this is. Just keep a note of all, every time something like this happens, because it happens a lot in this episode or in this Shut movie. Up. It says, I, I literally have a note that says, uh, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think that was fake. Not fake in the sense, like, I know that the it was his dick and that the the the, the snake was oh, on it. You see but that I, afterwards. Yes. Yeah. I do think that there, that there was enough padding there. I think this is more about the gimmick of, hey, look, my dick got bit, but they're like, yeah, I guess you don't need to go through the pain of yeah, actually getting dude. bit. Put a pillow in front of whatever you want. If a snake bites through, yes. the teeth are still going in. I don't yeah. think padding matters. I almost wonder if he was just really fucking drunk or took, took or some drugs shock. or something to kind of... In the beginning, he looks like he's in shock, like legitimately. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the funniest thing about this, it sounds so stupid, but it's like at first you're like, oh, at least you know the snake. He doesn't have to worry about the snake. He's got the hole. And as dumb as it sounds, when he pulls away and the snake comes oh, through the hole, the snake's still there. that was the creepiest fucking thing ever. And you're like, yeah, obviously the snake would <laughs> come through the hole. Like, why wouldn't it? But in my mind, there's like some force field protecting him. And then that'd be even scarier because <laughs> you're trying to get away. And as you're pulling, the snake is coming towards you and you can't do shit about it. And then he kind of yeah. moves away and hits like a little wire that's hanging from the wall and it freaks him out as well, too. Like there was another snake. Did you guys catch yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, that's it was amazing. Last, last time I went to a glory hole. Yeah, the, of course, the last time. It's got to be. Uh, do you guys want to give this one a review? Do you guys want to uh, rate this one? We're, we got a lot to review, and, and this yeah, is uh, what a one to start with. Uh, Jay, why don't you start us off? Yeah, uh, I would give this one a solid starting rating. Jackass, the movie, is doing well. Good track record of starting the show off with a bang and getting you laughing and getting you excited. So they did that here. Plus, bonus points for uh, you can't beat the Pontius defense, boys. Just flop that wiener and the snake lets go. It knows. <laughs> it knows when it's it time. Knows. It knows. Uh, I'm going to give this one a solid right out of the gate. Seven and a half out of 10. I really liked it. I don't, uh, I, I side note though, seven and a half, but, um, I think it's the, I, I'm like, we've been talking about, did this really, like, did he really get hurt? Did, is he just that much of a badass that he didn't react to it? That part's got the noodle going. And for some reason, I feel like if he was screaming in pain, I would have gave it more, but I would have got to pose the question to you guys. Why does that make it better? 
Maybe maybe that's not the right way is, to think of it. That is part of Jackass. I'll go into my review because I, I do want to kind of answer that. And I'm I'm exactly there with you. As a kid, I would have rated this one like a nine or a nine and a half. But because I have it in my head that it wasn't quite like, look, when you when you when you're in Jack, anytime someone has like a helmet on or something like this, it just it means a little bit less because the whole thing is just putting yourself out there. And I know that's a very irresponsible thing to say, but it is kind of less impressive when you find out or when, when it really does seem like there's a bit of padding there. I still loved it, but I'm there with you, Jay seven and a half partially because I, I think he, he, uh, 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 you know, they, they kind of pulled back on it a little bit. Uh, and the other thing is I need to leave room for going up because so many of these stunts in this movie are so fucking good. Uh, I'm yeah. a, I'm, I'm a nine out of 10. Oh, nice. Nine for one for every inch of Pontius's cock. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, it just <laughs> like the fear factor alone, like the balls part of my pun or whatever the hell it's called that it takes to literally voluntarily stick your dick into a snake fucking pit with the attention of it biting it. The, it had the camaraderie. Everyone's around just blown the fuck away laughing. It was just it, it's it's a great way to start this off. It just sets such yeah. high expectations. Um, it just like as for someone that's as scared of snakes as I am, it's like to even think about doing that, like you get all my respect out of that because that's just fucking nutty. And it was funny. I love it. Well, if whole base stunts are your thing, don't leave the movie theater yet. I know you might be up in arms saying, well, that peaked. I, there's no way we're going to get a better whole based stunt than that. But this next one, which good. is titled The Valentine, is interesting because as a first time viewer, when this first came up, I knew what it was because I've seen this before. And if you've seen it, you probably know what this is, too. But I put myself immediately into that mindset of what would this be like if I was seeing it for the first time? What the fuck is that? Dude, look at that. Someone like, I can't even read it, dude. Read it out loud. Hi, Jackass guys. I heard you were staying at this hotel. My name is Stephanie, and me and my friends love you. Some of you actually hooked up with my There's a note on a wall in a hallway of a hotel that the boys are staying at, and it's shaped like a heart, and it's just got a note written on there from some anonymous fan, and it's basically written in a strange way where the text at the top of the note is very large, and then as it goes down, it gets smaller and smaller, kind of like those eye exams you do. Yeah. And the point here is that Bam's the first up. He's he's being told, hey, by the cameraman, read this. Yeah, we need you to look at this note the fans left for you. He's reading it. They're encouraging him. Hey, come on, read it to the camera. Get nice and close. Read all the way to the bottom. His face is right up against the wall, and then what comes out of that wall... Bam! The uh, hydraulic boxing glove hits him right in the face. And as a first-time viewer, I remember just losing my shit in the movie theater at this because nobody saw that coming. Uh, it was covered up so well. Yeah. Figuratively, literally. It was just like, well done all around. Um, and I love how excited Bam gets after he gets punched in the face because he knows now, oh, it's on. I get to get everybody else. And we just get to watch this man and his brand new toy. Um, and it's Knoxville operating this thing from behind the scenes. So it's just... yeah. Great stunt all around. What do you guys think of this one? It, I, I loved it. I think I think we get the introduction of Knoxville's sailor hat as well, which becomes just a common thread in this in this movie for whatever reason. Good on it. I love it. I think it's iconic. It's great. Um, uh, a very awkwardly tan lined Bam Margera comes up and you could tell he's like used to being on Jackass now because one of the issues in the beginning, they're like, no, read it to the camera, read it. But he's like, he's opening himself up to the camera because that's what you have to do when you're talking to a camera. And then hmm. finally, when he like they patience in this one, to wait until he gets right up close to it 
was just so well done. And then good on him. I think maybe are you guys cool with talking about all of them now? Like all the all the the punch things now. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Um, well, they all um, happen one after the other, right? Oh, do they? I thought wasn't yeah, there a no, break? Uh, all, maybe, no, maybe not. All. Okay, cool, cool. Um, uh, but I love it because Bam stays there as the one who kind of like eggs people on, and he's in hysterics the whole time. And he sells it and perfectly he gets though. To laugh. He, yeah, he does, does but it, like the, because he knows, like he's not laughing at the letter, but the people think like Steve-O when he comes in and he's like reading it and really getting into it and like. Some of you actually hooked up with my sister four years ago. That's probably you. And I don't care about that. <laughs> Me and my friends will totally rock your world. I want to fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> And Bam's laughing his ass off and Steve-O thinks he's laughing at him. <laughs> exactly. So he gets closer and more into yeah. it and then just gets punched right in the face. It was so fucking great, man. Um, which maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but is this the beginning of elaborate pranks in Jackass? Like, is this, is this the first time? Cause every, every other prank feels so crass in comparison. Like what was it? Was there one the, earlier than this that? No, that I, I, I just it? think this is the one that landed the best. Like they had tons of pranks, just this, was so it definitely was crass in the sense there was really not much to it the, the the details of making it smaller and smaller and like i guess the elaborateness of you know cutting a hole in a fucking hotel yeah, room wall but it just it was still simple and it and it worked yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. well like this is a perfect fucking prank like in in all ways and the fact that they could keep using it and getting more and more people like the wee man <laughs> one just fucking kills me where it's like yeah, they get him up on a, there chair, a fucking chair and, and yeah. bam's on the floor howling like <laughs> there's never a chair there like what the fuck are you thinking but yeah. as, as jay said um you're trying to imagine because you knew what happened what it's like to watch it the first time i think it's a testament to how fucking well this stunt worked that it's to me it's almost better when you're watching it again because you know what's going to happen and you're paying attention yeah. to the small details and the selling factor of it and it doesn't fucking get old this is just well every single did you time guys, uh, did you guys have uh, a favorite one a favorite uh like a favorite moment i know you mentioned Wee man already chris was that was that your favorite it, one? It, it was because of the chair aspect but just the way that I, th I actually like Dunn's because they didn't even give him a chance to read it. He just went right yes. in and smoked him right in the face. Like they, they didn't <laughs> I'm even so surprised you said yeah, that because I, I thought you guys weren't going to say like you weren't going to mention Dunn. But what I love about Dunn is that one is specifically for the audience 100%. because it, is, it isn't about like because everyone like the funniest way to do that is to get them really into it, get them close. But the fact that he just leans and immediately they punch him, that one's a throwaway just for us 100%. to laugh because we're not expecting I agree it. With yeah. That. yeah, for sure. It's uh well done. I think, uh, Mikey, if you, you were asking, is this kind of the first elaborate stunt that they put together where it's kind of like a hidden style prank, you know, like there's right. layers there. I think the way I see it is it's not that this is the first time they've done it because I think of things like where they've, uh, there's one we talked about early in season one where they like actually set up a street and directed the traffic on the street to have like, um, you remember like they were oh, sitting down and planning it the out. Blind to, the, the blind driver. The blind driver. Like there's been stuff like that where it's like a lot of, you could tell a lot of planning went in. I'm, I'm sure there's I other more ones. more against but one I another. Like the pranks, like it was like, it was exactly like slap was. someone with, with flour or, or, mm -hmm. or shave someone's head. This is, this is like a Rube Goldbarb yes. machine to get it in the right place. Agree with you hundred percent. That's where I was going is that, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's a stunt against the crew 
uh, the, it's mm-hmm. within their circle and they're able to actually play it off as something else. And I think this is where they're starting to get better at that because you'll see in Jackass number two, this happens a lot where they're able to play off of each other and not the audience as much. And we don't, you're right. I don't think we saw that aspect as much. So it is interesting. Yeah. It's a new dimension of Jackass that we haven't seen before. But that being said, I am totally ready to jump in and rate this because we've got more to come. Let's do it. Chris, what do you think? Why don't you go first? 10 out of 10. Oh, oh I love it. I like, fucking love it, dude. I just, love it. I, I could I watch it. this a thousand times and laugh just as hard every time. It it worked. 10 out of 10. It does work. Yeah. It, it's so simple, but so effective, right? And I love that it's so covered up so well that even the crew doesn't know what's going on. Like that, that is just, there's something to it. And I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go pretty high as well. I'm not going to go to the top of the scale, but I'm actually going to rate this one higher than the puppet show and give it a solid nine out of 10, just because I remember my reaction in the theater. And like I said already, I could not stop laughing at this because you just didn't see it coming the first time you saw it. And it's like when I saw it again, when I, when it came up on screen for the second time, just as excited. So staying yeah. power is there. I, I, I agree with you, Chris. I'm so happy you gave it a 10. Jay, I think a nine is great as well. Uh, I, I'm going a 9.5. And I think the only thing that's missing is the fact that the punishment isn't that bad. Like, you know, in, in some, and that's part of its charm as well is like you get the punch in the face, but no one's really getting hurt unless you're wee man falling off a fucking chair. <laughs> um, um but, give but it I, I think that you want to, why you, you said you love mine so much. Just give it the fucking 10. <laughs> no, I do. It. No, I'm glad. I'm glad someone did, but I'm, I'm going the nine and a half. I know there are pranks there where, where there is a little bit more punishment involved. And I think that little element of like something I would never do to my friends or they would never do to me because it's, it takes it to that other level. I think there's, there's a charm in that too. Cool. Fair enough. It's a very, so, very well. And by received. the way, I'm calling this one, I'm, I'm calling this one, uh, 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 the punch card because why not? It's a great name for it. Yeah. 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 This next stunt is based off of me after going to a three and a half hour Avenger movie at the <laughs> cinema. I'm Dave England, and this is the Firehose Rodeo. It's pretty self-explanatory. Take a fire hose, strap that puppy between your legs, and let her spray. Dave England's going to hang on for dear life. Now, this thing is suspended from a crane, so it is off the ground. And you can imagine what a jet of rocketing fast fireman H2O will do um, to, to a man who is brave enough to you know take this ride. I was watching this and thinking, first of all, this looks like a lot of fun. And then the more it went on, I was thinking this is fucking terrifying. Yeah. The speed at which this thing whips you around, like that honestly looks harder to ride than an actual bull. And I, I said looks harder. So if you're a bull rider and you take offense to that, listen, I don't know the difference you between the two. You don't want one of those goth cowboys coming at you after you have <laughs> No, I already Hashtag got problems Jay is with a goth the, cowboy. Uh, with the goth cowboy mafia from the last episode. I gotta be I gotta be careful here. Play you know, my cards right. You know what the best thing about this was for me? It's like What's that? How how often do they come up with these extravagant or these weird ideas? Just kinda like later on how Bam shows his drawing of a stunt with the with one that we'll talk about yeah. later. Um you know, they they build like the rocket skates or they do all these weird little things and a lot of the are the the bungee wedgie, for example. And it never really translates to camera. This is one that I yes. think translated yes. a lot better than you could have ever imagined. Yes. It. The, the visual of it was just fucking incredible. He was oh, whipping around like a madman and 
And the pain factor, clearly, at first I thought he was kind oh, of like yeah. milking it or doing <laughs> this, and then you see the evidence, no. and it's like, holy oh, and the fuck. reaction when he's on the ground, I'm putting in the clip that there's no way we're skipping that, 100%. because I can't even put into words when he says, oh, my ass hurts so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> and his why, voice is why like does, two octaves higher and he's my ass hurts so over. fucking bad <laughs> why oh, does Dave England always oh, hurt beautiful. his ass it's the, it's always what happens to him his ass always he's hurts he's also the poop yeah. guy oh, maybe there's a there and he's the poop where's guy where's the Illuminati exactly. I'm sure they know about it yeah dude his I, ass I, cheeks look like ground beef after that oh, it was, it was brutal man uh, I agree Chris I think that's such a good point so many times they draw up the idea and it just doesn't doesn't translate but this one does uh, and it just looks terrifying as well I I do think this one's real, but oh, you and you your fucking, fucking CGI. I'm well, starting to get turned no, on no, you no, a little no, no, bit no, no, here no. too. This now, is not buddy. CGI. This is not CGI. The and I wouldn't have called this one into question until if I hadn't noticed something in a later sketch. Because now I'm looking back at everything with like a what? Because when he gets to the top and it whips him around, I think they edit out a couple frames to make it like really give it that jolt. Um, and I know he's still yeah, jackasses. I know he still did it. I know he's still doing it. I think maybe in editing, I could agree with you in editing. Maybe yeah, they want to yeah. make it look a little tighter. Okay, but I don't think they're fudging the stunt. This was 100% real. No, it was I done. Totally, you that, can and tell that's, it was that's done. The point, that's the point that I'm making with a lot of these things. It, not that they're fake, but that they're doing things to make it look more extreme than it is. And that kind of bums me out because it removes the grassroots element of, of jackass. Yeah. You know, and if I it's true, though, you can blame the post-production crew for that. not that. Necessarily, not Mikey's yeah. trying to Jackass Mikey's crew. trying to like harness his inner fucking mustache man and fucking trying to be MythBusters over here like a fucking loser. <laughs> Jamie Hyman, <laughs> fucking grow up, man. Grow um, up. I still loved it. Yeah, good. I still loved it, and and okay, I loved it so much so much that I'll I'll go into my uh, review about it and, and prove that to you guys. Um, I <laughs> are you fucking, gonna say myth busted afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if I find out, I uh, I will. Um, I. I love, I fucking love the simplicity of this one, the purity of it. They told you what was going to happen and it happened better than you ever could have expected. Um, I hate that we're going so high so often in this one in the beginning, but I'm giving this one an eight out of 10. Like I just had a fucking blast with it. No, you know what? I'm going 8.5 out of 10 because oh just, just for what it was, it was, it was just so experiential. It, it was so simple. It was like bread and butter and I loved it. Uh, I'm going seven yeah. and a half out of 10, not quite as high. It was a little short. Like I wanted to see a little bit more going on, but it did. I would have thought going into it before I seen it, I would have been like a five out of 10. You know what I mean? But yeah. it definitely uh, over. Over delivered. Under promised yes, over delivered. That's exactly what I was trying to say. How about you, Jay? Yeah, we guys. can fix that in post, Chris, just like a jackass stunt. <laughs> yeah, make it a little tighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay, what about you? What about your review? Um. This blew me away. <laughs> no, it's good. Nine out of ten because fuck, I was laughing nice. so hard. It's so funny to watch because like you just think like this is gonna be oh this is gonna be another bungee wedgie. It's not gonna be as good as they want it to be, and then it totally pays off and is way better than you expected it to be. And I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just watching Dave like whip around and he's dropping f bombs and the reaction afterwards <laughs> just had me His on the reaction floor. Was really oh good. my god. It's a solid chunk of the movie. I fucking love this so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, with that, uh, Mikey, can we can we say that one was was plausible? Was it oh, plausible? I know. Mikey? I know that it happened. Yeah, we'll say plausible uh, from the MythBusters uh, 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 we drop line a, of vocabulary. Can we drop an anvil? 
you know, plausible. Into some, yeah. Uh, like corn flour and <laughs> I don't know. But you know, you know, Mythbusters. We, we, you oh, know, what this show needs this show needs more blueprints. That's what I. Th- that's what I think. We need Every more blueprints on blueprints. I, I would yeah. fill up a fucking high right, high right. See, I can't even say it. I just bloopered there. High right reel. No, not blooper. Oh. Blueprint. Oh. Blueprint. As Mythbusters, everything is like written on a yeah. blueprint. Yeah. Oh, okay, Mikey, yeah. this video episode, I'd appreciate it if you put more uh, uh, blueprint blueprints trans- and everything transitions in there, please. Just like two fill steps it ahead of you. Two steps ahead of you. Uh, but hey guys, this is a classic and we give this one shit all the time. It's Wee Man and Preston running through the streets in their underwear. Oh, how fresh. What? But hey guys, at least they tried to turn the tables with a mob of little people running back the other direction. So they turn a corner, you think, oh, well, they did that again, and then, yeah, you get the mob coming the other way. And I guess that was kind of fresh, but still, you, you, you got, I don't know. I give this one shit. I'm tired of seeing you, it, You got to think about the fact that as much as we've seen this and it's kind of run stale, imagine what, like, this is in, this is taking place in India, clearly. Like, they don't have time for pranks. They don't have time. Chris, Chris, go back and rewatch this Dude, one. They're, the all signs on, look at, They're all actors. No, look at the signs They're on all, the walls of the grocery. This was definitely in India. I know, but they're all actors. No, they're not. What are you, Chris? I, Chris, I. Th- this one, this one is no. There is no debate on this one. They're all actors. Watch, watch their faces again. They, they all look. They go back to a conversation. They come back and they're just like, like extras in a movie. I promise you, of all the ones that you don't agree with me on, Chris, rewatch this one. I, I guarantee you, they're actors. And that's why I, I'm looking at this. Like, why is this one in here in the first place? All right, well, Chris, let's move on. I know, but fuck, I'm not allowed to have I, an opinion apparently over here because fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy, <laughs> fucking dork master. Dude, I wanna, I wanna tip him upside down. You grab a leg, I grab a leg, give him a good old swirly too. I know yeah, how you feel, 100%. but listen, he might be onto something. And the reason I say that is because we also know that at this time Jeff Tremaine was starting to think of. He's starting to think more like a filmmaker. Bad yes. Grandpa's not too yes. far after this. A lot of that stuff, there is an element of staging, and I almost wonder, I'm not saying Mikey's right, but maybe they are starting to think, oh, well, if we just had actors, then we can do this in one take or yeah. whatever, because they know that the background elements aren't really as important as the key stars here. So there might be some truth to that, but um, if you want me to take a dump in the toilet first... <laughs> Before we do the swirly, <laughs> let me know. Yes, absolutely. I will take that. <laughs> Telling okay. you guys, this one was fake. Yeah, but you know what? You know what isn't fake, boys? What's We're that? taking it back to the 1800s. 1800s oh, BMX bicentennial biking. Now it's time for a little bicentennial BMXing. Knoxville and Ryan Dunn here. You know these old-timey big-wheel bicycles? Uh, you got the tiny wheel in the back and this gigantic novelty cartoon motherfucking wheel in the front. Uh, I love that D- Dunn's comment while they're riding around the parking lot. Why would anybody ride this shit? It's like, what's the reasoning? Why wouldn't they just make two of the same size wheel? <laughs> um, basically, this is just like shopping carts, but with giant bikes. They're just running into stuff. They dropped the ball yeah. here so fucking badly. Literally, the next stunt was the perfect outfit that one of them should have been wearing when for the strongman dildo. Like having that oh, mustache man. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I was yeah, thinking, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. They yeah. have to be wearing that, yeah. that same type of costume as those guys were wearing on those back then. Like, and you see in Family Guy, like, hoop, hoop, 
when those guys jump on yeah, it. And yeah, 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 yeah. literally the next <laughs> yeah. sketch, Pontius is wearing that exact same fucking outfit. I'm like, how the fuck I did you guys miss that? Somebody did, tell uh, me about, about Johnny Knoxville here, please. It's oh brutal. Well, Johnny Johnny uh, predicts his own predicament uh, when he's he's riding on uh, what what is actually referred to, Jay, uh, not as a bicycle. Uh, it's called a penny farther, and I'd appreciate it if you got that I right. it was a bicentennial. Uh, no, it's it's a uh, it's a it, bicentennial is is a reference to the year. Oh, uh, it's it's called a penny farther. Um, but but it's Johnny's hmm. riding around you know on it, shit. and because I, I have a Jamie mustache, I have gonna to say, <laughs> fucking guy. Um, they uh, they they say uh, uh, Johnny goes to the camera and he says this is gonna suck, and he says it very earnestly, like he knows something bad's about to happen. I think when you're just up that high and you realize you have no control, and Ryan Dunn's saying it the whole time as well. Johnny goes straight at a snowbank a la Aaron McGahee in the blind skateboarder and uh, just tumbles off the top lands literally head first. And in a typical Johnny line, as he's writhing around on the, on the ground says, ah! oh, 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 my head stopped my body from getting really hurt on that. Oh, the line, right? The line right after is the best. You all right? Yeah. You didn't land it. See, you do it. That's an absolute concussion, though. Eh? Like, there's no, oh, yeah. no, no, dude. I was it. just thinking about impact of co- skull on concrete, and that, like just imagining that in my own head, how that must feel, and the fact that he can just come out of that and be like, "Well, my head broke my fall," and be like, "Yeah, dude, I would just be like, no, nah, I'd be fucked up the rest of the day, the rest of the week." Johnny's inhuman. Ugh. Like he's mm-hmm. he's not a he human is. being. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to give this one a, a review? I do. I Let's do. do I do. I'm gonna jump in and just quickly say. Sorry, guys. It, it's a bit of a downer. Not that it was bad. It's just that I think D- Knoxville broke his face and they decided, well, that's enough of that. So it didn't really go anywhere. I appreciate some of the stupid jokes about the bikes, but overall, nothing great for me. Just a four out of ten. Yeah, Chris, what about you? Uh, I'm going five out of ten. It was good. It, it, the The comments bumped it up a few notches, but they also got dock points for not having the proper attire. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they could have they could have really leaned into that. Uh, I'm I'm there with you as well, Chris. I'm I'm giving this one a, a five out of ten. Um, cool idea, but Jay's right. I think they just stopped after Johnny had the concussion and, and kept the stunt in because it was, it was a big slam. Guys, I got a question big slam for you. indeed. Just like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Is it wrong to be strong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best segue we could have asked for. I think we all know the answer to that though. Today's debate. Is it wrong to be strong? You be the judge. Before they do this stunt and, and I think, you know, we should rally at carnivals if they ever do get to come back in full force that uh, they should replace the dunk tank with one of these. Just put a guy on top of one of those, uh, you know, anvil hammer things that you try to hit with all your force and send the large metal, you know, weight all the way to the top. Bam Margera is volunteering to sit at the top of this. Now, I think the first draft of this was like, hey, let's hit him in the nuts. But I think Bam's actually pretty smart here because he says to the camera before we get into it. See, we have a weight going up and it's supposed to hit me in the nuts, but I'd prefer to have like a dildo instead of the weight. And then I'll, instead of the nuts, it'll be my ass. Go right in. That's the way to do it. Can somebody make a dick run, please? But I think he knows <laughs> that that would hurt less. And it's also funnier at the same time. So I think it's a win-win call. for everybody. It's a fucking genius yeah. call. Um, and that's what they do. So they rig it up. And Chris, tell me about, you mentioned it briefly, but Pontius, his outfit for this, he's standing in one of his characters. This is one of my favorites just from the image alone, but explain what we're seeing here. And he's, keep in mind, he's got that big fucking hammer, hammer over his shoulder too. What's he wearing? If, if you uh, have ever seen like uh, old school carnival 
pictures or things along those lines, the folklore of the old Carney days. He is the exact strong man. He's got that mustache, that nice little bodysuit type thing going on, and he just fucking nails this look. It is just so spot on, and this is one of the key things that made the stunt that much better, in my opinion. It's kind of like leopard print, yeah. almost like Fred Flintstone esque yeah. or something. Like I was going to say you know? Bam Bam, like oh, Bam Bam. bam, bam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked this one. I I think I think it was just another one of those them understanding that the path that they take from an action to a reaction is the most important mm-hmm. part of a stunt. It's not just about putting a dildo in Bam's ass. It's doing it in this, like I mentioned Rube Goldbarb before, but it's like another one of those contraptions where it's like you have to hit multiple steps and hitting those steps, getting more and more elaborate to do something more and more stupid is is exactly what makes that funny. It's that weird juxtaposition of putting so much thought into something that is ultimately so stupid that I love. Mm-hmm. Mikey, for just, uh, just for the audience and for myself, actually more importantly, Who's this yeah. like rhubarb gold barb where the guy you keep talking about? Is that the guy that makes those little machines that Sounds like delicious. like one thing ticks to the other machine? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, 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 just yeah, want yeah. to clarify yeah. that. That's yeah, hey, that's fair. I uh no, it, it that's a good point. But yeah, it's basically that. It's it's like like if you've ever played the game Mousetrap, you've played with a Rube Gold Barb machine. Yeah. There you go. Um, that's a great way to perfect yeah, way to explain it. Yeah, I, uh, I I love this one. I think it was, it, you know, Bam had a great idea. He's clearly a very creative person when it comes to setting up the stunts, and I think that's very apparent in 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 this uh, in this movie. And the reaction was great. You know, it it goes up his butt, like not up up his butt. It looked but like it clinged there for a know, second, eh? Like it like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it yeah, wanted so to go in. Yeah. It was like <laughs> and it like hung and then it dropped down. I was like, that's so smart. Yeah. But the velocity though, the velocity with which that hits too, like you see the butt cheek kind of ripple. It's oh it, yeah. That's a solid metal golden dildo too. So, and it's uh, it's just foreshadowing more dicks and butts for uh, for Bam because he's uh, he's full of them. And uh, by the end of this movie, but until then, do you guys want to do a, a rating for this one? Absolutely, sure. Go right, ahead, I'll go first. I haven't, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done yet. Um, uh, listen, I, I loved it. I think it was very simple as well. I think it was very elaborate, incredibly iconic. Everyone remembers this one. Uh, I think the overall end result was a little bit lacking. Like it, it worked. It went to where it was supposed to go, but they just kind of cut it off before they they dragged out like how like like the reaction. I don't know. I feel like they could have done more with the ending. I did really like it though. I'm giving this one a seven out of ten. Nice. Yeah, for for me, like sometimes you don't need a big long thing. They cut things down, like they cut out all the fat. It was just pure meat in this one. Meat in his butt. Um everything about this was funny. It was quick, it was efficient. I loved it all from the beginning. It's a nine out of ten for me. Nice. Nice. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's higher than I'm going to go, I think, on this one. But I did get a really good laugh out of it. And I think part of that was just, again, this is one of those when the crew laughs, you can't help but laugh yes, mm-hmm. as well. Totally. You feel totally. it. Um, so not it's not my highest, but I'm giving it a solid six and a half out of ten. I enjoyed this. Uh, it was fun to watch. And, uh, I should have said a guys, nine inches out next- of ten. Fuck. <laughs> when you said the six and a half, it was a little bit more like it was a little closer to home. So it kind of triggered my I- mind to think about it that way. Yeah, I already I, made that joke though on the on the puppet one, Mikey. All I do is steal your jokes and make them better. So, <laughs> okay, fair, fair. So for this next one, we're gonna have to go to the family tree. And now, listeners, what I'd like you to do is this is the theater of the mind. Go to your family tree and picture what what does Grandma look like? Mm. You got her in your mind. Okay, oh, great. Her. Here we go. My name is Gloria, and I'm 90 years old. Grandma Gloria is 90 years old. Spike Jones and Grandma Cosplay. Convincing Grandma Cosplay, too. I gotta say, it looks pretty good. 
Yeah. Uh, her words, not mine. I'm a smut. And uh, <laughs> here we go, boys. I think you know where this is going. I love this. Grandma's getting dropped off to go shopping in, you know, in public, bright, busy day on the street here. The dress gets stuck in the car door. And I could tell when she got out that she is a slut. That's a loose dress. Grandma, come on. <laughs> it gets stuck in the door. Oh. Car drives away. And she's just nude in her underwear, no top or anything. And grandma just decides, fuck it. I've got shopping to do. And I don't know, boys. Them some floppy ass titties. Well, I, they are. there's a good point about this. And I have two things I want to say just real quick to interject. But the best thing about this is I don't know if it's that the makeup job they did was really good, but it works regardless because 95% of people that would be watching Jackass really have no visual to compare it to. You don't know if that's actually right. what an old lady's tits look like. Like, you know, like it could very well be exactly that. So so anybody seeing it, they're probably like, they've never seen that. So they're like, oh shit, you know, like they wouldn't think twice about it. And and it's it's also like like in terms of the bystanders, they're not going to be staring exactly. That's the other to the thing point where gonna they're going to notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this all works. Yeah. It all everyone is horrified and also sympathetic, and that is the best combination you can mm. get in a prank. No one gets hurt. Everyone's concerned. No one wants to be there. Uh, and that's that's great. I know we all said that. we'd take a stab at Bart- Bartoli's cannoli over there, but would you take a stab at Spike <laughs> Jones and grandma the grandma slut? Uh, nah, I don't too know synthetic if, for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'd spike his Those Jones. fucking pancakes yeah. would not be fun. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> boys, though, she's really living up to the uh, slut moniker that she gave herself because what better way to wrap up a filthy piece of meat than with butcher paper from the local butcher <laughs> yes. shop? Yes. Oh, my God. That's Here so she comes. Uh, <laughs> this woman almost- comes and wraps her up in the brown paper and just... When she's just walking away, she's got, like, her hand over her eyes. She's just like, oh, my God. Like, she's doing the right thing. If this were a real scenario, <laughs> God bless that woman. But um, she can't help but, give like, roll her eyes. But still, yeah. who wouldn't in that situation? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, but that's pretty much that stunt in a nutshell. We will see more from uh, Grandma as the movie unfolds. So let's just take a break. And uh, listeners, keep your grandma in your mind for next time. (laughs) (laughs) We will return to be continued. But hey, boys, I I, I don't know, Chris, you had mentioned uh, the proportions of the titties. Let's just shrink those back down to size and picture a small miniature circle in your brain, if you will, right now. This is Danger Aaron and the mini loop. I'm Danger Aaron, here with Tor, and this is the mini loop. It's kind of like the loop we did in season two of the TV show with the uh, Tony Hawk, Matt Hoffman, and and gang, uh, you know, riding through on skateboards. But this is a mini motorbike, like those little mini bikes. You all know them. They were really popular back in that time. I remember everybody was talking about it back then. Yeah, the pocket bikes, yeah. Pocket bikes, yeah, that's what they were called. But uh, it's pretty much what you expect. They're going to try to make this loop. And it's, I don't know, boys, it's another, another hit for me. It's fun to watch you know, the successful and failed attempts one after the other. Love it. What'd you guys think of this? Yeah, I had, I had way more fun with this one than I thought I was going to. Uh, it just, from the outset, I was like, how much can we really get out of this? But 
again, you know, you just mentioned this when, when the crew laughs, you laugh and it did feel like everyone was enjoying themselves and danger. Aaron was like a trooper. He was really going for it. Who, who was the guy who was with him? I didn't, I didn't catch his name. Yeah. It was um, like steel or like, no it was like a lead, like had like a weird name like that. I've never heard. Yeah. Of him maybe like a professional pocket biker. Cause he was pretty good when he goes through the first time he almost makes it and he catches his shoulder on the, on the bottom of the loop coming, coming off and just bails that looked fucking miserable like he separated a shoulder or something because you probably have so much speed and momentum coming down that loop and to just hit that you're getting cut from the edge of it you're probably just smacking your shoulder out you of don't place. have time I, to know where, like, your direction so you don't have any time to brace for it either like that's what they say yeah, it fucks true, up your true. equilibrium like you like they always talk about it and, it and when you're going upside down like that you think you're upside down you never truly know when you are or where you are and that's why when yeah. people slam outside the other side of it it's always worse than it would be normally i bet i bet yeah, it's yeah, I a small loved, loop too. It's it's over before you know it, you know? Yeah, you have no time to prepare so really. Uh, yeah. Not that I think I'd be able to do anything more with that time to prepare. But what I do know is by the end of this one, when the guy finally does make it, the shot of him making it is <laughs> it's is like a fucking art house film. It's yeah. all from like it's it's showing it all in in profile the the loop. He goes through the loop. I think a- Danger Aaron is like yeah. standing watching him, but not not to the point where he's blocking any of it. He's just over to the left, right where the left side of the loop is. You see him take it. He goes to the end of the loop and then slides by Aaron on his on his ass. But like clearly he made it. That's good enough. And everyone just well, goes up and cheers. Well, it Mike, was just brilliant. Mikey, I know you really enjoyed that. And I don't want to bust your bubble, but I, I call CGI on this fucking one. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, we're not having this discussion again. God damn it. You two settle down. Settle down now. Can we just give it a rating? Can we do that in peace? Let's do this. Let's do All this. Right. Um, I'm going to, I'll go first. I'm going to give this one an eight out of 10 because the eight looks like two little loops next to each other. Mm. And that's all I got to I say. I was going to give it that. a zero right. out of 10 for the zero, but I can't do that. I can't, I got to be somewhat honest. <laughs> um, it's, it's a five. I, if, if I saw this in an episode, uh, I would like it a lot more. I think uh, it just, this episode is just giving me everything that I want that has such a jackass feel to it. And this was, I, I don't really need the skateboarding or the, the motorbiking stunts as much because I'm getting so much more that I crave jackass wise otherwise. So um, yeah, I'm just going with a five. Okay. Five's fine. Uh, I, I, I hear you. There was something about it that just like was fun for me on it. Um, but I, uh, JJ's playing games with me in the spreadsheet as well. I tried to give him a 9.9 to bump the score up and he just typed Gretzky in the end of it. And now we're just writing names at one another. He says, no, uh, uh I said Brady uh, to Wayne. He said, no, fuck Gretzky. God damn it. The only man, the only man I'd have sex with. There we go. <laughs> the only man I'd have sex with. It's true. Who Brady? No, Wayne. Gretzky yeah. Wayne just- Brady. Wayne Brady. Wayne. Wayne Gretzky. The only man I'd have sex with. Wayne Gretzky. No, no, Tom Brady. Did you ever see the spice? The spice. Like the shit transplants to like help people's biomes in their body and like at the whole world's going after like Tom Brady spice so that he they could become a no. better person. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hey guys, I love a good shit transplant as much as the next guy, but can I give my rating sure now? Thing. Let's do it. Let's hear it. All right. Why are you saying the high voice. Like uh, sure thing. <laughs> sorry. So, <clears throat> in the year 2006, I would say that was the 
peak year for the inception of what would become the CG that we all know and love in movies today. So in honor of 2006, <laughs> that's bullshit. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm giving it a six out of 10. It's good. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But for some reason, other than that ending shot, which I loved, and I said it was a hit for me. It's not like a knockout of the park thing, but it's like one of those, and I've referenced these types of stunts before where you just feel good coming out of yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's maybe not something you would remember coming out of the theater going, oh, that was great. But it, I'm fair. glad it was there, though. The movie wouldn't be the same without it. So, six out okay. of ten. Here we are at some random-ass ranch, and this is the brand. And it's gonna suck. Holy shit. We've talked about this before on the oh, show. Man. Something came up around branding <laughs> and how, man, that's such a cruel thing to do to a human being or just, I guess, any fucking being in general who wants a hot poker in their ass. Apparently, it's Bam Margera. And this ain't any old brand boys this is a dick shaped branding iron you've probably heard of the stunt if you haven't seen it before it was notorious everybody was talking about this after the movie if you hadn't seen it someone was spoiling this for you this was one of those standout moments and i remember the theater losing their shit over yeah. this uh and the crazy thing about it is it happens fast like there's no long setup there's no drawn out okay this is what we're gonna do and you know it's just you're pretty much going from the start of the stunt to branding within like the first minute. And it's a glorious thing to watch, as painful as it looks. Before they get uh, into it. I feel a little bit like a hypocrite saying that that's a terrible thing to do, but man, did I enjoy <laughs> watching it. There was there was one thing before they actually do it, like you're saying it was so quick, but one thing that stood out in my mind before you talk about the rest of this done is there was some serious foreshadowing when Dunn goes, don't move, you don't want two of them on you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And that that I I struggle to see whose fault it was Bams, that sure. there were so many brands. It had to have been. But Ryan Dunn knows it's kind of his fault. Uh, by the way, I'll say this: Ryan Dunn looks so fucking cool in this stunt. This is like peak Ryan Dunn. This is I. You're watching him go. He looks so fucking badass. He's got like he's dressed up to like he looks like he could fit in there or at a biker bar or in Philadelphia. This Who knows? Is, this is when um, he's had his like start of his metamorphosis into the Dunn that we yes, like this whole exactly. entire movie. He fucking I, I we'll talk about it more later, but he really steps it the fuck up all movie long. Chris. I would love to Bam talk or, about him. Or Ryan. Often. No, Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn. Okay, sorry. But Bam is also. Great I wanted to he's mention a, this. Yeah. He's a fucking trooper mm -hmm. in this one. Um, but but I think Ryan Dunn does think it's kind of his fault, and because he makes a joke at the end of this after the branding when they go to Bam and Ape's house to show them his uh, his his ass. We're at Ape and Phil's house, and I'm going to present him the branded dick on my butt. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Dicks. But they show they show Bam's parents his butthole, uh, and to the right of that you have the dick farm. And <laughs> Ape says, Ape says, why would you why would you do that to him? Like why wouldn't you just yeah. like give him give him the brand? And Ryan Dunn's joking, but like is also oddly sincere when he says it. He says. I was scared of burning my own friend. Why would you burn your own friend? He goes, because it was cool. Like, it's like, yeah. that's yeah. my favorite part about it. Yeah, the banter, but. like, when it's like, these guys are grown-ass men, they're multimillionaires, but there's still some, like, cowering, childish thing when you're being confronted by a parent that they probably grew up yes. around, where they're, like, that innocent yeah. little kitty, like, trying to get away with it, but they, like, know they did something bad, and it was just so honest yes. and so fucking hilarious. Yeah. It was great. It yeah. was great. 
And I do want to talk about the process of yeah, the stunt absolutely. here in just a minute. But before we do, I do want, since we're on the topic of when Bam goes to the house to show the parents, uh, Ape asks... What am I looking at? What he gave me a dick at? farm on my ass. <gasps> oh, Bam! What is that? I what bra- is that? I branded it's his supposed ass. to be a dick, but he did it six times, so now I have a dick farm on my is ass. Is that permanent? Yes, look! What is that, a tattoo? It's a brand! A hot iron for cows! Bam, that is so infected! That does not look good. Oh my God, he's gonna have that for life. You're gonna have that for life. No shit. She's concerned, she's upset, she's being a parent. Phil, on the other hand, just has to say, If you had one on there, you should have made it bigger and more realistic. That puny thing's embarrassing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great line, it's a great line. Do you guys line. honestly think that he still has the full dick farm on his ass? Or do you think it healed? Oh, it's gotta be like remnants of it. You gotta have a scar after that at least. You, you'd have I, a pretty I, I, decent scar. You've got to have something still there because it's that was gnarly. Yeah. That was gnarly. Yeah. I got a question because because mm-hmm. and then this will bring us into kind of the structure of of the brand itself. But Bam opens this stunt up by introducing it as he normally does, and he's doing something in this that I associate with Bam now, but hadn't really seen in prior Jackass episodes uh, or even the last movie. When did he start doing that thing where he talks out of the side of his mouth at the camera? Do you know what I, I know mean? What you mean. Like, yeah, exactly what's what you mean? What's going yeah. on there? Like, it's like, where, yeah. where did that come from? Why are I you doing that? Always, I feel like you got to like this deco much in a weird way. It seems like a deco trait of like that kind of like hosty type. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so Let's funny that you say that because I know yeah. exactly what you're talking the, about, and I never like thought about it consciously. Yeah, I think about it all the time. For the some camera weird changes reason. people in strange yeah. ways. I exactly, don't know. exactly. I wish I so could Jay, tell you why. So, Jay, why don't you, oh, hey, why don't you walk us through the uh, the what, what actually happens to lead up to the brand? I Yeah, I want to walk through this because like this is such an iconic thing. I'm okay spending more time here. So we're at a farm. Bam's standing up in the back of a wagon and Knoxville is holding him firm because, yeah, you would want to run far away if someone wasn't holding you down. Uh, Dunn's heating this up with like a blowtorch. He's got the dick-shaped iron. And I just love the interaction between the two because Bam is showing a lot of courage. Like, and this is something we can talk about, but he's he's pretty confident. He's like, yep, we got to do this. I know this is going to suck, but let's do it. And then I love when Knoxville's just like, I wasn't bummed for you until right now while they're heating it up. And they're like, it's oh, getting yeah. real now, right? Uh, Bam is starting to get a little nervous at the heating process. He's bantering with Dunn and saying like, all right, you said 10 seconds, 20 seconds ago. And then you get you get the moment, right? Bam's shaking. You can see his ass cheeks trembling oh. in the wind. And that thing's getting closer and closer. They do the countdown, and they touch it to him. And you get two dicks immediately because <laughs> yeah. Bam moved, right? <laughs> right away, right And it kind of slid across the cheek. But it doesn't stop there. They, they know they have to do it better. Press it hard, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> He says that. He says that. That's the, like, what a fucking badass. Right. Yeah, like, so much courage, so much balls. He just got the tip of the brand already, and he knows. At least four balls so far. Yeah, we got to keep going. <laughs> That's good. Let's no, it's not, dude. You got to hold Quit it. Move, go! You gotta- oh, He's screaming in pain. They're debating whether it's good enough or not, which I love. <laughs> yeah. Can we keep going? It's good. No, it's not. Do it again. Oh, man, it's such a beautiful sequence because you're cringing the whole time, but you're you're laughing at the same time, and there's just so many emotions watching mm-hmm. this. It's a, yeah. It's um, something special. I, I just, I loved every second of it. It looked so fucking painful. Like, in terms of rating the things that I would never want to do, just from a pain perspective, this one's up there. I couldn't 
the searing, hot, sharp pain. Yeah. Oh, fucking Have you hell. ever been burned by anything before? Like on your skin I've been, like that? I've been burned. Uh, not like that though. God damn. Not like that. Um, I have, yeah, I, I have a scar on my back from when I was burned, uh, by a treadmill, believe it or not. Chris knows that. So <laughs> I think we've actually told this on the podcast before. That's like a before. friction burn too. That's yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I, I like, like in terms of, of what else to say, I, I don't know what else to say about this one. I'd love to get into the reviews if you guys are ready. Sounds good. Yeah, for sure. And don't forget though, uh, right after the brand straight into that tub, that, uh, wooden tub of cool water. Bam. That's a good visual. Him sitting there with his legs splayed out and just head yeah. back. And like, the, the, the thing that most oh people don't realize God. tying into that Jay is, um, if you get a, like a burn, the worst thing you can do is put it right into cold water. You want to go into lukewarm that, water. Yeah. It's like the same effect that like if you put an ice cube into cold water, it cracks. So it causes yeah. that change between the extreme heat and the extreme cold. So I think they thought that's a good idea, but it actually is a huge disservice and actually would lead to more scarring and more uh, aggressive. Infection, yeah, possibly. exactly. Yeah. Plus, it's probably yeah. horses were yeah. drinking out of that fucking trough. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it definitely wasn't yeah. distilled cool. water. Thanks, Adam Savage. Mikey, you want to give it a rating? <laughs> Is Chris the Adam Savage to my... Uh, sure, to my, fuck it, uh, why not? Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I'll rate this one. Uh, <laughs> I just loved it. There's so much good about it. I love how they wrapped it up by taking Bam to his parents' place to get their reaction as well. Very, very fun, very iconic. I'm giving this one a... I'll go a 9 out of 10. And then I'm going to give it a baby. 9 out of 10 and then another 9 out of 10. Mm. So so 9 out of 10 then. Yeah, but three times over because he got three of them. Right. It's, it's a 9 farm. It's a... It's a it's yeah like yeah yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give Chris, this what, one what about a, you a nine, a nine also <laughs> oh you're going that okay fair jay, jay with a nine i didn't know what to say do it chris that's give good. it a nine give it a nine we'll give it no, three nines 100 percent yeah doing. but they're like the things that specifically when he's like what is that he's like a hollow done gave me a hologram dick that was fucking hilarious <laughs> to begin with and i can't tell you you would not believe how often the phrase dick farm pops into my head even to this day yeah. like it's so iconic yeah. to me i just who thinks dick farm like you could have said a bunch of dicks or like <laughs> fucking it's just dick farm i get like it just killed me that's like the best so fucking good. phrase so i've ever heard <laughs> well guys so three as, nines we got a nine farm baby as bam says uh i'd rather rip my dick off and throw it in the river than to do that again this is the lake jump with johnny knoxville time to get wet Pontius promises us the entire lake because Johnny Knoxville's, <laughs> he's so amazing. He's going to jump the entire lake. Get ready to be happy, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny Knoxville is going to jump the entire lake. He's amazing. They've got a rocket-propelled BMX bike set up. Uh, this is one of those things you're wondering before it hits the ramp, what's going to happen? You really don't know. There's no solid data for these types of stunts. It either goes one way or the other. Um, but this time he, he does a backflip when he hits the ramp, but here's the thing. This isn't the type of backflip, back, fuck me. I can't speak today. The <laughs> type of backflip you're thinking of. This is more like when, uh, you're at a baseball game and the batter hits a foul ball. That bike goes the other direction, Knoxville into the lake. Uh, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, what'd you guys think of this? I think, I think the whole time, cause it's Johnny's not the only guy who goes no, through on, on the, on the rocket bike and we'll, and we'll get into some of those as well. I think one of the problems is they were setting off the rockets a little bit too late. So you, you didn't have speed going into the ramp. You had momentum going up the ramp. So it was more about like torque. Yeah. So people were just spinning out of the fucking place. That poor fucking yeah. uh, with the exception guy of, almost broke his neck again. 
Mark Zupan, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he that goes was, in a wheelchair. That yeah. was badass. He was from Murderball, Murder yeah. if you guys have seen Murderball. Yeah, uh, but we should, the, the guy who handles this the best. Matt Hoffman, did I you guess not know Matt obvious. Hoffman was going to crush it for some reason going in? Of course he, he crushed he it. He knew how he to handle it. He just nailed it. Like a pro. Yeah, absolutely. Like like a pro skater, like a Matt Hoffman pro BMXer, uh, like it's the video game. game. Pennywise. It's a great game. Good soundtrack. Um, it's more of a Dave Mirror guy. I think, oh, oh fuck you, Dave No one was a Dave Mirror guy. podcast. The uh, I, I think Dave that Mira. the the narrative of this stunt is what makes it uh, ultimately what what is is as good as it ended up being, and that's all owed to Pontius. Pontius just making this whole mythic story about <laughs> jumping the lake and ending up in Salt Lake, and then about Mark Zupan, he goes and and it's like he missed it. He says, "I don't know what happened. I just know he's a hero." <laughs> and it's like that, just <laughs> giving this aura of like hugeness to the stunt <laughs> is just only something Pontius yeah, could come 100%. up with, and adds so much character to it, which is great. I agree. I can't believe you think Dave Mira Pro BMX is a better video game than <laughs> Dude, Matt. It started Hoffman. off with the fucking. Are you kidding it started me? off with the Sublime soundtrack. It had uh, what I oh, got, and I just, I guess, like that was heavy, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, it's a fine song, but take that back. You know you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're yeah, so wrong. It also had like Cars, the song Cars in it. The, the soundtrack of that game was all over. It the was like place. It's just Plus as it as Thrasher. Guy. Thrasher had one of the best soundtracks. Thrasher, Thrasher was, was like such a sick game. It was so hard. Skate or destroy. I'll do both. Thank you very much. You know what I? You know what I'd like to do with Matt, our fucking Dave Mira's Pro BMX. I'd like to take it and throw it right into the goddamn lake, and that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, this stunt is fun to watch, but it's not like a standout top ten tier stunt. Fun. Glad it's here. Five out of ten, boys. Yeah, I, I'm just slightly higher than you, and I'm only giving it this little bump because Pontius, uh, his 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 thread of of like telling a Homeric tale of of heroism is is great. So I'm giving it a six, but not much. Mikey, more we never agree on much, basically because you try and shatter people's dreams, and you're a bit of a nerd. <laughs> but I 100% agree with everything you just said there, and I'm giving it a six as well. Awesome, love it, love it, beautiful. Uh, we're going to the Gulf of Mexico, boys. This is another memorable jackass stunt. One oh, that uh, I think you guys are both going to have a lot to say about. So I'm excited. It's a lovely day for a swim in the Gulf of Mexico. I'm Steve-O, and this is the fish hook. Steve-O is back. I believe this is, yeah, this is Steve-O's first kind of appearance, big appearance in the movie. Anyway, to take main stage, this is the fish hook. Now, when I say the fish hook, a lot of you, the listeners at home, you probably can already picture the events of this one. Oh, man. This is going through his cheek, and this is a thick hook. This is a thick, like, fucking... I don't know anything about fishing, but it looks like something you'd catch a nice big fucking sea bass or, like, a... <laughs> I, I clearly know nothing about fishing, but uh, it's big and thick, and here's the thing. He struggles to put this through his cheek. That's he has to get Pontius to come in. His best friend to hold him and push it the rest of the way through... I was not ready for this. Oh, it's hard that's to a, watch. That's, that's a big yeah, stunt in I, itself. Like, that could have just stopped there. I, I remember, like, like, when this one came up, I literally wrote down the fish hook bracket. Sorry, guys, I'm not watching it. And then my next note is, I fucking watched it. <laughs> I did not want to do it. When Pontius struggles... As the second person to push it through, I almost, I just felt hot. I, everything felt hot and I felt tingles and I just wanted to go somewhere else and be, I wanted to start a new podcast far away from here. Never think about this stunt again, but Chris, you're right. He gets the hook in him 
And then he gets cast out to go swim with sharks. Yeah, as the you know, I don't want you know anything why? else. No one is fucking wilder than the wild boys, all right? <laughs> That's no true. one is wilder it's than true, the wild man. boys. And yeah, you know you got Manny it, there to fucking help shit out, but even Manny, you could tell, yeah. is like, this is not a fucking good idea. Hey, here's a question. Yeah. Does Manny show up to set wearing nothing but camouflage pants and a shark tooth necklace or do they tell him <laughs> no, to come not like that rain or shine he's from florida bro rain or shine do you think he showed up to finest. the premiere of jackass 100%. like that yeah no he probably had like a fucking cattle fucking uh one of those cattle ties on and actually maybe not that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. something going on the bolo ties yeah yeah man this um, fishing would, segment though what did you guys think of seeing hammerhead sharks down there with them ha- well hammerhead sharks are the least scary because like you could They're literally the least hold on to their hammer and they can't bite you the, the interesting part was when <laughs> Fair enough. Fucking, that's what you, I usually say on a Friday night. I can hold on to this hammer and he can't bite me. <laughs> but uh, the interesting part is when the mako shark comes around. Mako sharks are yeah. like the closest relative to great white sharks, and they're one of the most aggressive to human. They're one of the most like human dangerous sharks. They're very like you don't want to be swimming with a mako. That's one of the few ones that are like definitely prone to attacking humans. Can I tell a quick wow. story about Mako's? It's it's completely unrelated, but I, I feel like I hate Mass Effect one too. I know. <laughs> I like that joke, Jay. That's that was for true. me, and I, I appreciate really like it. That game. Um, uh, it's it's this is a a, a burden burden in my soul that I've been dealing with for my whole life, and this is the first time I've ever told the story in public, and this is absolutely a true story. Um, as a kid, I went to the zoo, and there was someone in the center of the zoo. There was like a crowd. I can't remember what it was for, and he was doing trivia, and he said he would okay. give a prize to anyone who who answers the question correct. And I raised my hand, and he and he chose me. Next thing I know, he's asking me a question, and I loved sharks as a kid. And he said, "So this is perfect for me." He said, "What are the two most dangerous sharks in the world?" And I said, "I was a kid, so I didn't say it that loud, but I said great white and mako." And everyone went quiet and the guy didn't hear me. And he said, he looked at me and he went to his ear. He said, what was that second one? And the crowd around me was like very disappointed. And one of them whispers bull shark. And I said, when the guy prompted me, I said, bull shark. And he said, that's absolutely right. And he gave me a little porcupine quill. Uh, uh, I said it. I took credit. I, I let my whole family <laughs> I think it was my idea. Quill. I actually did. Yes. <laughs> and it was a symbol of cheating. And I, I've thought about that, honestly, every week for the rest of my what? life, about how I blatantly cheated and got away with it and Wouldn't took the prize. Wouldn't that more motivation and, and, to cheat, knowing how fucking easy it was? <laughs> Like, it's a no-brainer. I it fucking was, got it was the prize. Really fucking no one knows this shit, and I fucking am a hero. <laughs> Win-win for everybody. Except for the porcupine. I was He's going like, quit less. You're like Bart when he stole from the church collection plate. Yes, yeah, Bart stealing. From, I, honestly, I was so in my own head. I was so young that I feel like that was a very uh, formative moment for me. I was as upset at myself as Steve-O was upset at the whole scenario when he got out of the water. He was fucking miserable. Yeah, uh, He looked be? upset, which... For good reason. Yeah, yeah, it looked terrible. He was legitimately scared, too, and I don't blame him. I mean, like, never mind the fact he's got a hook in his cheek, and then he's down there with this man-eating shark. It's like, yeah, this was... If he didn't kick it in the face, it was, it was, it was going after his leg. Yeah, yeah. He, he kicked it, and just, you know, thank God he got back on the boat, and we, we still got lots of Steve-O to enjoy, but man, that was a close call. I don't know about that one. It was, that was, uh, that was intense. Um, um, but I appreciate, I love the whole thing again, adding those layers. Cause swimming with sharks is a stunt in and of itself. Putting a fish hook through is a stunt in and of itself. They could have spread it out, done one stunt in each, uh, uh, in each, uh, of, of an episode of the TV show. They compounded them together, knowing that Steve-O will do a bunch of crazy shit anyway. 
Loved it. I love this one. So I'm going to rate this one. If you guys are okay with that, I'm going to go straight into my rating. Uh, this one, very memorable for me. I'm giving it uh, an eight out of 10. I feel like there wasn't as much going on when he was in the water, but I still loved the whole process. Eight out of 10. For me. I'm going to nine out of 10. Uh, it's all around danger factor. Pontius was hitting some good jokes saying, I can't believe I'm fishing for sharks. The steve is my bait. It's like a dream come true. The crazy factor of sticking the fish hook through your mouth the unpredictability of the wild. Um, and it's just the wild boys in general. The unpredictability well, of the wild. That's true. That's like your, that's the name of your book of poetry. <laughs> I love, I love fucking animals and I love the wild boys. It's like, you can't go wrong in any of those situations. I'm surprised I'm only giving it a nine, but there was a few, that's a fair. few other that's things fair. that really popped at me. This, this, this uh, movie. Okay. Yep. The Jay, fish hook you? for me gets an eight out of 10. Very, a lot of courage to do that. Yeah. I don't know what more to say about that. Like really, I think the one thing that stands in all of our memories is that you have that image forever and you can never erase it. The moment the fish hook pokes through and the sounds of Steve-O, oh, God, the sounds of Steve-O here. Yeah. We won't forget that anytime soon. All right, dear listener, that is the moment I think we should pause and on a high note, if you will, Steve-O with a oh, hook yeah. in his face. You got to, I want you to stew on that for a week. And when you come back, <laughs> see if you've changed into a better human being. Uh, I, I, I certainly hope you have because next week is part two of Jackass number two. And we cannot wait to keep doing this. This is so much fun. I love doing the movies, boys. This has been awesome uh when we come back we've got a lot more to look forward to still this movie is just like fucking packed to the tits with good stuff so mm-hmm. we've got much more to come um before we take off for the episode uh did we have a question of the week last week i believe we did we wanted to know everybody's favorite season two stunts uh did we get any responses on that mikey uh we did have a, a question of the week it was actually uh more of a, a general question to everyone it was who won the draft and if you haven't listened to the draft episode i highly recommend doing it we had some fun we got a little creative we took the whole second season and tried to draft our ideal episode using only five of the stunts that occurred in season two um uh it turns out we went to the polling i don't want to be the one to say this but uh chris seemed yeah. to be the one to have the most attention over there. Wait, what? Uh, Chris won? Chris so somehow this, won. This yes. wasn't some like fucking CGI trick or, or something. Was it could have been. Actually, it could have been a CGI trick. a bunch of Russian And you bots. know what it came down to? <laughs> <laughs> Fix the election. What it came no. down to... It was the uh, it was it was the choice of Chris Pontius. That was yeah. really what, what won a lot of people over. Well, yeah. I got to give you that, Chris. Congratulations. You are the winner. Well done. Uh, and I have a new question of the week, and this one's going to go out to everyone. If you had to get something branded on your ass, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, man, there's a good one. Chris, what would you get on your ass? A dick firm for sure. Really? You just <laughs> 100%. Go, go, go big or go home. All right. Then I could say dick farm even more than I already think about it. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I would get like two arrows uh, on the right cheek pointing right and on the left cheek pointing left. Um then you know you can oh, you can figure out the rest. I can understand that. Yeah, I'd just go with the Overwatch symbol because that game already owns my ass, so it might as well just be its property. That's mm, it. Fair enough. There you go. We are a strange bunch, aren't we? Let's go home. <laughs> um, <laughs> this has been part one of Jackass Number Two. We've got much more to talk about. Can't wait for next week. Join us again on Thursday, same time. Uh, whenever you fucking feel like listening to it. I mean, I don't. I don't decide for you. I'm, you know what I'm really good at, guys. I'm really good at dragging out the <laughs> extra. At least you finally fucking said it, bud. 
Yeah, it only took, what, 25 episodes or so. Goodbye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. <laughs>